gospel according to Mark. Glory to When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many gathered together so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door, and he preached the word to them. They came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. Unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd, they opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to him, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why does this man speak that way? He is blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves. So he said, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? or to say, rise, pick up your mat and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your mat and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now that is a Gospel passage uh, to get us all excited. What wonders uh, Jesus does and what response uh, the crowd has uh, in, the, in wake of seeing him perform the mighty deeds of God. Uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, not only for us uh, to be observed from afar, but for us to be, in fact, brought into the action uh, ourselves in, in every possible way. So what's going on? What's going on here in the scene? First, I have to say, connected to the, to the first reading, uh, Israel's asking for a king. Jesus is the king. Jesus is the king, perhaps not the one that, that we expect, not the one that Israel wants, but he's the king that we need. So we ought to be observing Jesus as closely as we can to see this king. How is he leading us? How is he guiding us? How is he affecting the renewal of, of Israel for which uh, they had long hoped and, uh, and in fact, in fulfillment of the, of the promise of God? Yeah, but this is what's happening in the passage. Jesus is, reflect, is, is affecting the renewal of hearts and lives. And not just that paralytic some, some 2,000 years ago, but also us. He wants to affect the total renewal of our hearts and lives in such manner that we can do what the crowds do, right? Having seen the liberation of God at work, having seen his great plan come to fruition of his freeing all peoples for service, for freeing, freeing them for the praise of Almighty God, for the glorification of God, we too give glory to God. We too sing his praises, right? This is why it's so important, I think, for us to celebrate this particular Mass as a sung Mass, right? We sing the entirety of the Mass. Why? Because the praise of God goes beyond mere words. Yeah, it has to involve a complete gift of self. And I understand that singing is a very vulnerable thing to do. 
Yeah, and I understand that because I'm singing up there by myself most of the time, right? Yeah, I'm singing by myself. I don't even have an accompaniment, right? And how many times do I mess up? I mess up all the time. Yeah, at least in terms of the, the technical details of, of the singing of the thing. But in terms of giving God praise, I want to do it as, as well as I can. Because again, praise of God goes beyond words. It, take, it takes our whole self and we give ourselves more fully and yes, even more freely if we can get over ourselves to God in song, right? In the, in these, in the hymns that we sing, in the responses that we make, we want to give him our whole heart. It's one of the reasons why I marvel sometimes at how quiet we can be here. Yeah, because I think that if we're giving our whole heart, we're probably going to sound a good bit louder. Do you think that? Am I, okay, good. I'm glad to have some, uh, some honest interlocutors down, the, down in the front here. The guys in the, the guys in the back might disagree with us, but they, they're wrong. Okay, so we're, we'll take it. Yeah, we want to give them our whole, whole hearts. We want to sing, I'll say as loud as we can. We want to sing as well as we can. I want to give praise to God for all the many things that he's doing. So we see Jesus affecting this renewal. Right? Do you think that it's very difficult to affect the healing of a man who is otherwise paralyzed? It is, right? That seems to be a very difficult thing, even to the point of impossibility. But Jesus says that he's doing one better than that. He's forgiving him. He's forgiving him. He's, he's affecting a deeper renewal. He's bringing about a deeper renewal than the healing of paralysis. And that's forgiveness. What does it mean? It means he's, Jesus is doing everything that love can do. And love has to do harder things even than overcoming paralysis. Love has to forgive. And we are the people that we've been called into Jesus' service for the, for the praise of God. And what we do is we do everything that love can do. So Jesus first, okay? Jesus is affecting the renewal in us. He's loving us in, in a way that is deeper than the cure of paralysis. He's loving us in ways that are unimaginable. Yeah, we've done, we, we've done hardly a thing to deserve it. He loves us to the core. And he wants that love to go deep down inside of us and to become, every, to become say, expressed in every fiber of our being. He wants to liberate us. Right? He wants to do everything that love can do in us. Then he wants to do everything that love can do through us. That's the entire point of our faith, by the way. The entire point of our faith is to be liberated by the love of God made flesh for us in Christ Jesus, to receive his forgiving love, and then to be expressions of the divine mercy. This is why when, when people see in the Gospels, they see Jesus at work doing the mighty deeds of God, the response, the appropriate response is always what we see in this Gospel. They were all astounded. Wow! He's doing everything that love can do. Do you realize who, do you know whose house this was, by the way, right? They cut a hole in the roof. Whose house was that? It was Jesus' house, right? And it doesn't, it doesn't seem like he's held back by that at all. He's ready to forgive. He's going to forgive the man all his sins and the sins of his friends cutting a hole in his roof. We have to go cut the hole in the roof, right? They were all astounded. They see the mighty works of God. They see Jesus doing everything that love can do. They're being renewed themselves by the love of God that Jesus is giving them. And they glorify God. They glorify God. So it's ours today. That's why we're gathered. We're gathered to glorify God. We're gathered to receive 
the love of God made flesh for us in and as Christ Jesus, and we're to become ourselves, to live totally for God and his purposes, we now can give him the free expression of our hearts in song and praise as we glorify God.